Hi, and welcome to the Small Business Sisters podcast. If you're new here, we're Jenny and Christina, two actual real-life sisters who both happen to start their own small businesses. If you're here, you're probably a woman small business owner who is running a lot of the show by herself. Over the last eight years, we've each been in business. We've had to discover a lot of business owning on the fly. We know that running a business, a household, and maintaining mental health can be challenging because we've shed a lot of tears over it. Thankfully, we've always had each other to ask all the questions, bounce off all the ideas, and just have someone on the other end who gets it. And that's why we're here. That's why we started this podcast, to help other small business owners who are doing it all feel less alone. We talk about business strategy, our mental health journey, and all that falls in between. We're glad you're here to join our sisterhood. Okay, what happened to your fig leaf <laughs> plant? It's called fiddle leaf fig. Oh, and sorry. I <laughs> fiddle leaf fig. It, so I cut it from a propagation. Well, it was a propagation six years ago. And it's as tall as my ceiling. I don't know how tall. I don't know. It's like eight or nine feet tall. It's been like six years. And I was trying mm-hmm. to like. I don't want to say it because the people are going to judge me. But I have, first of all, I have four of these fiddle leaf figs. And they're I think, kind of out of control. I think, so I was trying to, like, make it into two. And I cut the top off to try to propagate it. But it's not, ha- it's, like, very sad. And now I'm mad I did that because it was so tall. Well, we have Kaylee Roars probably listens. And then Live and Leaf Girls. Uh, probably listen. So if you're listening, don't judge Jenny, but also yeah, I'm having issues with my pathos. My <laughs> but I was just on a oh, yeah. if you like, I'm going to try this. And it was terrible. Jenny, I feel like that needs to be a reel this week for Small Business Sisters. Can you just like go around your house and show all the plants? Absolutely. Like you can do it on fast. Um, fun fact, I am now a cat mom and I just adopted two kittens and cats <laughs> and plants don't go well together. So I've had to like, I don't know, I think I had like 65 plants and I, right now I have a plant sanctuary on the front porch that has like 12 plants that the kittens like try to eat. So I have to take them to the shop or rehome them. But anyway, so I was doing a major like plant reorganization and where they couldn't get them and what's safe for them. And that's where then I got carried away with this fiddle leaf fig and now I am very sad about it. Mm. So I'm sad that, that you have to rehome some plants. I know if anybody near me at first I thought like you meant rehome some. the kittens. I was like, oh my god, Simon will kill you. No, I am so obsessed with the kittens. I bought a dress today at Paula's. Shout out to Paula. Um, consignment shop in particular. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It has cats all over it. Like not just little cats, like big cats. I mean, I'm not big cats like lions, like house cats, but they're like big. <laughs> I'm gonna show you because we'll put a picture on. It's like the best. Jen, you know who I could totally see you as. I am like, I feel like this is really weird, but I am like, I just embrace it. <laughs> wow. Do you see it? Very Carol Baskin. Yeah, I'm going to wear my cat dress with my Converse. Perfect. So the yeah, only hope is... I have is it's right, forever. But that's not like. H&M, so it's got to be like a little bit on trend. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a lot of them. <laughs> I um, can't wait to show You know who you remind me of? Who? 
Like if they're you like a fictional character, your fictional character should be Miss Frizzle. Oh, that just made my whole day. Because that's the next <laughs> I know, I figured. my like eccentricness, but with kids. I love I know. I think you'd be kids. great. A great Miss Frizzle, and kids love you. That's okay. And I that's love- going to be my new thing because this just definitely goes Miss Frizzle. That. Yeah, you got to wear like some big red earrings or something yes. and be like, I'm Miss Frizzle. Okay. I'm going to. So I'm very excited about my cat dress. <laughs> I love it. But those, that's not like a house cat on there. That's like a cheetah. No, no, it's a house cat. Look at it. It looks like a cheetah. It's not a cheat. Oh, yeah, it is a house. It, it is a house. Cat. You're right. But at first glance, it looked like a cheetah. Um, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you are listening to this. We're so glad you're back. Um, this is Christina. And this is Jenny. <laughs> I, I think we need to go back to saying our, our names at the beginning because I'm still getting feedback that people are like, we cannot tell you guys apart. Yes. Yeah. So maybe if we do it at the beginning, they'll be able to tell. But um, anyways, this is Christina and we are excited to share with you something we've been working on for the last, I don't know what, Jen, like three months, yeah, four I feel months. Like we've we've talked been... about it for a while, but really like putting it together. Yeah, it's one of those things where you chat about it and really want to execute it well. And so we were just kind of like dreaming how it would work and planning all of that. But we are really excited to announce that we have a Patreon coming. Um, It is actually now live and active on our website, uh, which will give you all the information to that uh, here in a bit. Uh, But we wanted to tell you about our Patreon, but also why we're doing a Patreon. And I mean, you're small business owners, so you totally understand where we're coming from on this. Um, But the podcast uh, adds up. It's like the hosting, the website, and hosting our platform where we actually record. And then, of course, Jenny spends a lot of time editing the podcast, (laughs) which eventually we'd love to hire that out. But that's a lot of Jenny's time. And so we just thought like... (laughs) And we just thought, like, how can we keep doing this and doing it well, but also it be, like, worth our time and our energy and our resources? And so we thought how we have so much more to give and to encourage people with and uh, be there for that we could offer some Patreon levels. And so um, we are excited. We're going to have three different price points of a Patreon. And so if you're not familiar with what a Patreon is, a Patreon is basically like a monetary support of a podcast of a creator that then you get certain things at those levels. Um, to and, then and just to clarify help you and help the podcast, like you don't, you can still keep listening to it for free. If that's not something for you sure. want to be a part of the podcast is still going to mm-hmm. be there for free. But then the Patreon is if you want to jump mm-hmm. in and just um, mm-hmm. be a part of making the podcast possible, there are levels of kind of membership that you get little perks with. Exactly. And like our podcast episodes are very much like the like why to do something or the what to do, but never deep enough to go into like the how or here are some video examples or here are some worksheets or whatever. Um, And so we're hoping that the Patreon gives a chance to allow you to dig a little bit deeper on the subjects that you really love um, and get more information. We'll have video content um, and I'll go into what we're going to have soon, but 
just it gives you that extra layered bonus, uh, layered bonus of like the how behind the what and the why. So at our $5 level, you're going to be getting a handwritten note every month um, from one of us. It'll either be from Jenny or for, from Christina, and we'll try to switch it up for you on who's sending <laughs> who's you sending just like you a little note of encouragement. Listen, those notes of encouragement can go a really long way. Just sometimes they even arrive on the days that you're like, I'm done. I'm throwing away my sewing machines. Like, um, <laughs> So you'll always get a handwritten note from one of us. Um, and then you're going to have access. We're going to have a closed, exclusive Facebook community group um, of just business owners. And so we're hoping that that's going to be a place we see y'all interacting on our Instagram comments. And Facebook tends to be more like community driven as far as feedback and um ideas and brainstorming. And so we're hoping having all of y'all in one place will allow not only yeah, us to, to have like give your input, input and stuff. answer questions, but other people too. And networking because so we of, get asked a lot about true. like, do you know someone that does websites or whatever? So that is a great mm-hmm. um, networking resource. And you know how we feel, mm-hmm. well, how I feel about in-person networking, but <laughs> online it's doable. Yeah, and we have a good amount of people. When we look at our data from our podcast of where people are, I mean, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it'll be really cool to see like the networking that you can do with people in your area, but also outside of your area. Yeah. So that's our $5 mark. And again, that's monthly, but I would have to look into the logistics, but I think you can can you can cancel your subscription. It's basically a subscription. Yeah, we'll make it that it. you can cancel it. And, and it'll be, we'll put the link, um, we'll email out our link to our email list and we'll put it on our Instagram. And it's just like a page you go to um, to sign up for mm-hmm. and that you could change if you needed to. Perfect. So that's the $5 level. At the $10 level, we're going to be doing a monthly Q&A link uh, where Jenny and I will be live. And being able to answer any questions um, that you guys are having about your business or if you just want to hang out with us. Because when we posted that we were going on a walk, everyone was like, this is what I'd be talking to you about. So <laughs> yeah, maybe and I we think can it's... even make it while we're on a walk. Yes. that's. I think we can do it through our app that we um, record our podcast in. So like if, if you're hearing that and you're like, I don't want to get on video, it's not like Zoom. Like it'll just be us on video and you... Right, can type in your like mm-hmm. questions and stuff. So I right. don't want like anybody a Facebook to live, out. although it won't be on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, it'll be on. I like it. Jenny, you take care of the people that I do because that's what I always hear, and I'm like, oh my god, I don't want to yeah. do that. No, yeah, you're like, no, I won't. I won't no. be present on there. Um, but along with the monthly live Q and A link that you'll get with us, um, we will have those deep dive episodes. We will have at least one a month. Um, that's basically going to be like a mini workshop showing you again, the how beyond the what that we've talked about in the podcast. They'll be over different subjects, um, mainly subjects that Jenny and I feel like we have expertise in. And if we don't, we're going to bring somebody on for those, but we really want to take you a little bit deeper than just our normal podcasts. Yeah. So those will be like things you can have like actionable takeaways from that you can actually mm -hmm. like do them with us, which I find Mm -hmm. is always helpful that Mm -hmm. we don't always go into in the podcast. Right. Right. And then of course, with that level, you'll also get the handwritten note from one of us and have access to our Facebook group. Um, and then Jen, you want to give the last one? 
So we have a $30 a month level for those of you that are just interested in really supporting the podcast and making it go. And that includes everything that we've mentioned, the monthly note, the access to the Facebook group, the monthly live Q&A, the access to bonus episodes. And then also we're offering you just as a thank you for doing this level, a quarterly 45 minute video call with Christina and me. Um, where we can just brainstorm ideas for your business. Maybe you just want to like get bounce some ideas off or you want our take on some things or just kind of like a business therapy session. Um, We will offer that to you quarterly where it's just the two of us and you. So that's our $30 level. Perfect. Yeah, we're excited about that one because we get a lot of messages asking for feedback and it would be great to hop on and like meet the person and see like what they're about. And of course, what we're about to talk about mission statement, um, you know, that kind of redirection, redirection of like, let's not compare to other people. Let's do what's mm-hmm. best for you and your business. So yeah, um, I'm excited about that. And Jenny is too, even though she'll have to be like, yeah, you know, I'll have to, I can do it. I can do hard things. <laughs> Um, so let's go ahead and dive in to our mission statement because our very first Patreon episode actually for the month of July is going to be creating a social media strategy and really digging down into like the, the, the what to post and, um, kind of that down and dirty with that. But, um, I think (laughs) it's really important to establish who you are, who you want your business to be. Um, because I use social media as an example, but really in all areas, like that's the easiest way to compare yourself to other businesses that are out there. And you start mimicking what they're doing instead of doing what's true to you and true to your brand and true to your mission. And then you can kind of sometimes get lost in like, why like like why you're, you're not why you exist but why your business exists yeah. yeah and so i think it'll be a really good thing to map out with people of creating a mission statement so that any decision they make and again i'm just using social media posting as an example but any decision they make can come back to okay hold on let me go look at my mission and then does it align with that does it not and if your mission change statement hasn't changed then it kind of makes decision-making a little easier. Yeah, agreed. It helps you just, um, I mean, I already said like center you, but when your emotions, which emotions are healthy and they're all over the place and up and down, your mission statement kind of like tethers you um, to the ground so you don't like follow your emotions everywhere. It just gives you something. It's helpful, like for me as an example, who can always go very extreme, especially with anxiety, that your mission statement like refocuses you and is like, okay, no, I know my mission statement. So I don't need to um, make all these decisions based on emotion. Perfect. Yeah, I love that. I'm writing it down because it's, it's always needed. I know that I'm, and that's coming from like personal experience of like getting on Instagram and being like, well, that's working for them. Let me try that. And then it doesn't really align with my mission, my target market, none of that. So I think that this will be a good kind of practice for all of us to, to recenter and refocus. Yeah. Agreed. 
Okay, so what are some components that we need to think of when we sit down to write our mission statement? Um, so first, we should think about uh, the purpose. So like, why are you doing your business to begin with? Like, what is the purpose it serves for you and for the people you're serving? So um, I don't know, kind of like your core value. What is it? Why did you start doing this? And what problem does mm-hmm. it solve for the mm-hmm. people around you or someone that's wanting your mm-hmm. product or service? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine, and I think we could probably give examples from our business to maybe make it a little bit more palatable. But oh, yeah. like I, the reason why I started uh, Mommy and Me Pocket Tees was because I, at the time, was an actual mom that wanted to match my kids like other people were doing. And there weren't a ton of options. And so I wanted to create um, products that would allow boy moms to be able to match their kids or whatever. So that was my like purpose at the time. Now I will say my purpose has changed. Yeah, I was going to say that too. may change. Um, cause you kind of, again, and we go into episodes about this, but you kind of see the, the trending sales or the, what people are gravitating towards. Or just how you kind of change and your passions. Cause that's, cause my, my purpose, why I started, um, was everything was very multi-sensory. And so there are pieces of my roots that you can still see in my mission statement, even though I've moved into candles, but I started because I loved ambiance and like setting up an experience within your home. So like you're feel, you know, I'm very mm-hmm. feeling. So like I wanted to create this feeling and that you could experience that with all your senses. So where for me that started with um, repurposing decor because I was a young married mom. I art and not even just in general, like for my peers, I was super young and we just didn't have a lot of money. But I love to go to thrift stores and find inexpensive things that I could make into really pretty decor. So that's how my mission started. But then the roots are still there. And that even though that grew into candles, I'm still like setting an experience that you're having with scent um, and ambiance because of like the light that candle pro- candles provide. So like your mi- while the words in my mission statement look a little bit different, like essentially your mission statement is going to have some of your essence. So Mm-hmm. You you don't have to feel like that's always going to change, but the pieces of it might change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love the word you said core value as a part of purpose, because like I could have said, you know, pocket tees for people that don't have them. But another core, like if I put that into a core value word, it would be inclusivity, right? Like mm-hmm. something for everybody. And so if you think of that core value word, that may help your purpose. That is. Yes, my, I'm going to start to tell mine. So the first part of my mission statement says we create multi-sensory experiences. And that's, that's my core value, like using your bodies and senses to have an experience. Perfect. So maybe write down one or two core values that your business, you want your business to represent. Then Look at your target audience and you can like deep dive on target market, target audience. Mm -hmm. I know we've talked about it. Miranda with marketing for the uninhibited has a whole workshop 
geared to target audience. And that is something we've always said, narrow down, like get that land on that. But it should also be a part of your mission statement where you identify who who you are, who you are going to serve. And again, you can go listen to our podcast episodes about it, but you're not exclude. This doesn't mean like if you gear towards, um, you know, a, a, a woman age 62, that doesn't mean you're not going to have a woman, a woman who's a woman who's 25 <laughs> by your staff. Right. It's like, I can't. You're re- I can't no, I got you. And I'm chuckling because I'm reading yeah. through mine. Um, and I just, I wrote, okay, so in my mission statement, the actual sentence, so it said, so the purpose, we create multi-sensory experiences and then for the everyday trendsetter. So the everyday trendsetter is, I want to read my words that I came up for, for my ideal client. And if, but, uh, is this an Easter egg? I always use the word Easter egg wrong, but it's throwback to our episode with Miranda because my girl or my ideal client's name is Amelia. And so I wrote Amelia's in her mid thirties, which I need to change that a little bit because I'm now in my upper thirties because Amelia is like kind of me and she has, um, yeah, she, but pausing to interject that your target audience does not need to be. No, it doesn't. People. And actually there's pieces of me in it, but my Amelia is like a cool feminist mom who she's, she's busy. She's juggling a lot of things. Um, but she's an empowered woman actively participating in her life that like likes to create ambiance and cares about ingredients. So that's Perfect. how I got the word everyday trendsetter because like the everyday woman, but yeah, the trendsetter because it's not like cheapo dollar store candles. You're like caring right. about the candles. They're quality. <laughs> Right. Well, and you said that they, uh, what was the last statement? The quality ingredients. Like this person clearly cares about the ingredients being burned in her home. Right. Right. So that, like, that. So your target market, you're like taking your purpose and how it applies to your target market in that sentence. Yep. Yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then after that, you want yours. Oh, well, so mine, mine has changed. Oh Oh my gosh. (laughs) I just, she just fell out of her chair. fell off my stool. Uh, um, So I found that, I think it was last year, I kind of had to do a redo um, because I found that um, depending on the product in my store was dependent on my target market, if that makes sense. And what I'm learning is that you need to set that target audience and then, and again, set it based on what's selling, like what you find people in your area needing, going back to the um, purpose of like, who can you serve? Who can you help? Who needs help? Um, You need to then, once you establish a target market or target audience, develop products based off of that. Mm-hmm. Instead of developing products and then developing target markets off of your products. Does that make sense? Yes. And that's why yours, like, so, that makes sense why some of ours do change a lot. Because especially if you're mm-hmm. making something that's, like, size-oriented or um, right. styles, like, obviously, that's going to change and morph as – or where you aren't not, – like, I feel like I'm my target market because – my product is kind of like a 
I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like your mommy and me pocketees, you've obviously grown out of that because your kids aren't little with matching pocketees to you, but that's still your target market. Right. So like, mm-hmm. that's where you kind of have to take that in consideration too. Like mm-hmm. how your target right. market and changes and what I'm realizing, and, and what I'm realizing is instead of my target market being uh, young I don't want to say young moms, moms of young boys. It's actually just mom of boys in general, because for me, like that pocketees are all my boys wear because there's stuff in the store is kind of obnoxious that they still like to look a little cute. My kids won't dress up for the life of them. So it's kind of that like good in between. So I'm finding that is more my audience, but I have to figure out like age and all Mm -hmm. of that. But I am realizing you can't market different products. I can't pick products and then my target market. I need to define my target market and right. then pick products. Right. Okay. Um, then talk, like, look at your values and your principles um, and pick some that are going to guide your business. So some examples might be, like, customer is, is what's going to set you apart. Is it going to be your customer service? Is it going to be the quality of your ingredients like Jenny was talking about? Is it going to be like uh, Mm eco-friendly? Is it going to be reused, reusable um, materials? Like kind of pick and choose what's going to set you apart and what, because that's part of your marketing, right? Like that's part of things. If you have a choice, if you're going to, do inventory and you have a choice between this candle jar that's significantly cheaper, but doesn't use, you know, reusable materials like you've marketed or has become part of your mission, then you're going to have to make a decision of like, do I cut costs and go that way? Or do I invest in Products that I have said my mission, right, like my right. mission focuses because on. that's important that to sense. you. A good way to like help mm-hmm. narrow down these val- maybe you know your values right off the bat, but I always feel like your brand pillars help you kind of go there too. If you just write down thing words that you want to describe your business as, like um, if holistic is important to you or eco friendly or. Um, sustainable or how it affects the climate mm-hmm. or maybe cost is important to you and you want to keep costs down then that yeah. those words kind of can shape your core values for your mission mm-hmm. statement yeah for sure um and then we're going into the part that sets you apart which can branch off of your values and principles um so maybe like Jen, something that sets her apart is she does, she's able to make really unique labels. And so that allows people to maybe gift things to more people or for better wholesale experience. Um, like things that you do that other people don't. One example I'm thinking of, and it's completely fictional, but <laughs> it applies here. Um, if you've read The Things I Never Got Over, nope, wrong book. <laughs> If you've read The Last of Us, which a lot of people have read The Last of Us, or not. The Last of Us is a t- TV I know. Show. I was like, oh, trying chain to follow you. It's, it ends with us. The book is It Ends okay. With Us. Okay, everybody. 
it ends with us. Phenomenal book. It's super popular. I'm sure some of our people have listened or read it. Um, in it, she's a florist, and this isn't giving anything away, but her the thing that sets her apart as a florist is she likes really, really like gothic looks. So she creates these like dark, dark pieces. Yeah, it would be right up Jenny's. Life. I love that. Um, these like just dark pieces. And so you kind of see her go through these like business ideas, but like that's you can picture it in your head too, because of the way she describes it. But if you think of florists, you usually think like light and airy and bright colors and beautiful bouquets that are just brightening up the room. And her thing was like, I want like dark flowers and dark flower arrangement, floral arrangements. And anyways, um, so like that again would like set her apart from other people. She's doing something different. So that would be in your differentiation part of your mission statement. Yeah. And just thinking of um, like any service-based industries that we're thinking of, e- your personality is going to set you apart from other people too. So like how you show up with customers and I guess as product based businesses, this is true too. Like your customer service, your essence of like who the customer is dealing with set you apart. We're not robots. We don't all, you know, interact with people the same. This shows Mm -hmm. up in your social media too, or your emails or how your, your, what your voice is. That is, Mm -hmm. so if you kind of think like, this is helpful. We did this, Christina, I feel like in the beginning parts of our business, we asked our sisters, like, send me the three words or sentences you would describe me as or what makes you think of me. And Mm -hmm. it's fun to see what people think of you. Like, I don't even remember what ours are, but something about like, now would be like, Jenny loves like it being in her feels and all these, you know, things like that, then you can be like, oh, that's my essence. And that's what sets me apart. And like really mm-hmm. target that of what other people are already thinking about you, what your strengths or your, your, uh, what's the word? Trademarks are, I don't know. But that's, mm-hmm. that's always helpful yeah. to remind yourself of your essence that people think of you mm-hmm. and putting that into your business. After that, you're going to now try to kind of combine all of that into a readable statement. Um, it should be one sentence, right, Jen? Is yeah, I think the Is it one sentence, two I'm sentences. Going to look back to look at mine. Mine is two sentences, but then the vision. Some people put their vision in the mission statement is another sentence. So, yeah, it's not bit. Your mission statement doesn't have to be this like document <laughs> I don't know mm-hmm. just right just, just like something to like, center you right and then I would say I know Miranda talked about an elevator pitch on our last episode or two episodes ago um but the that like first two pieces so like what you're how you're serving showing up to serve the people that need it and the target audience is probably your elevator pitch. So mm-hmm. the first part of your mission statement would then be like, this is what I do. But then um, kind of just come up with words. You want it to be kind of catchy because I would put it on your uh, website. You want people like within a minute to be like, oh, okay, that's that's who, what this company is and what they represent. And, you know, we do live in an age where people decide like who they want to support and who they don't. And we've talked about it multiple times with multiple different guests. I'm thinking specifically of um, 
the one who did our email marketing with us of like, you want a really strong statement because you're going to, you want to, she said, really good copy instantly attracts, but it also instantly repels Mm -hmm. like who you, who is not your target market. Mm -hmm. And so that will just help you um, find your people quicker. And I will say for me, I feel like my mission statements that I have written places, so like on my website or in my bio or whatever, they are a little bit more formal sounding where your elevator pitch that like if people ask you in person, let's say at a networking event, what you do, like to me, it feels inauthentic to like recite this formal (laughs) mission statement. So I feel like it's helpful to have both. So where my one you're going to read does sound a little bit more like legit, your talking one can be a little bit more you know, in the moment. So like, just know your key parts that we've been talking about. So mm-hmm. let me see if I right. can come up with one. Like I, um, I create eco-friendly soy candles with fully customizable scents and labels for, you know, your home or, or retailers in their shops. So something that like you can have conversation about that doesn't feel too clunky, but then also that you can create mm-hmm. catchy and formal for in writing anywhere mm-hmm. you have it. Yep. Perfect. Now, if you're going to um, join our Patreon and hop on, you're going to come utilize this into our social media strategy. Um, but if you are listening to this and haven't written a mission statement yet, make sure to go establish a mission statement. Uh, revamp yours or um, maybe you've never written one and then this will anytime you need to make a decision for your business just come back to your mission statement and then you're reminded like oh yeah okay that's that's what I want it to be and this is the direction I need to go for that yeah if you love the podcast we would love if you'd subscribe and leave us a review every positive review helps other small business owners to find us remember don't do life alone we're better together For more content, go follow us on Instagram at underscore small business sisters. Make sure to introduce yourself because we love following and supporting other small businesses. And if you're interested in being a guest or advertising with us on the podcast, visit smallbusinesssisterspodcast.com.